Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, ladies and gents. Are you ready to rock? Are you ready or not? Would you like to do a number with me? Or alternatively, would you like to join us for the next, insert approx time here, minutes, for the episode of This Our Johnny Domino? Welcome, one and all. Uh, I'm Giles, and I am Steve. And we are two brothers, and we are not dancing like nobody's watching. We're podcasting like someone's listening. And our podcast is for people who probably used to be in a band, I imagine. Or maybe they, they, they're, they're going to be in a band. Ooh. We're talking to the future. Yeah. That's exciting. I think the demographic is mostly people our age who've been in bands and have done similar things as us, yeah. recording music at home, trying to get a record label, be interested in them. All that kind of gubbin. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> Chucking stuff yeah. down, the, down the pipe of music history. Summarise it, Steve. Summarise it. 30 years ago, myself and my brother, we recorded a lot of songs on four-track cassette recorder in a way to express ourselves and hopefully, although we didn't really expressly say it at the time, but it was definitely underlined, we wanted to be famous on a kind of indie music sort of level. Uh, so we are listening to those songs, we're appraising them with the distance of time and it does seem, weirdly enough, that people are listening. So thank you very much yeah. for joining us. Maybe there are a few Stephen Gileses out there in the world. What a horrifying thought. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Right. If you'd like to write as a review, this is a this is a request. If you'd please like to write as a review on one of the podcast things, whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, that would be really, really helpful. And also, you know, share your like of this on social media yeah. and stuff. With one person in your circle that, you know, would be interested in hearing two men of a certain age, rambling on about music. That's it. We know that you're out there. There you go. Thank you. Now that's that's the pressure over now. You can just relax. Right. So today we've got an interesting podcast. It's a different, mm. slightly different to previous ones because we've uh, we invited somebody else onto it. And a few days ago, we recorded with a person who nowadays goes by the unlikely name of Rich Barker, but was mm. previously known by other names. And he was involved in our uh, in our thing. Yes. I think I said when we were talking to him that he was responsible for logistics and vibes. Dick, as he was known then, was he was genuinely one of the funniest people I've ever met. He still is. He still is funny, yeah. I'm just saying, but at that time, yeah. he was just so funny. I met him when I went to college. He was friends with Jock, who we've mentioned a lot of times in the past. So we kind of hung out a lot when I was at college. And when we were in bands, uh, the Millers and Johnny Domino, Dick used to drive us around a lot. Yeah. 
we get we get into that quite a lot when we when we're talking to him but yeah, yeah we had a really nice chat it was really good catching up with him and um mm. we played some songs that were kind of relevant i suppose to him and the time and so we did the usual thing yeah. where we listened to it and and sort of talk about the songs but with dick this time and it's re- it, it was really fun yeah should we head on into the past now steve let's do it this is Myself and Giles talking with our good old friend, Dick. So here we are. We, we are it's a Saturday afternoon and we have our, our guest with us. And the first question we've got to ask really is, what do we call you? I think it's got to be Dick, hasn't it? Really? Yeah. You're a man of many, many names. Or you, yeah. you, I think you used to be. Anyway, let's, let's, let's think of some of them. I think there was Spoon. Spoon. Spoon well, yeah, that was yeah, that, that was prior to college, wasn't it? That was a school name. No, no, no. That was a college thing. Jock made that up. Yeah, Jock and I failed maths, <laughs> and we had we had to retake GCSE maths, and we didn't really pay a lot of attention in that either. And um, Jock suddenly made that up one day, started calling me Spoon. I like that name. That's a nice one. So we've got that. We've got Spoon, right? Yeah. And then obviously backwards, that's Noops, and that was another one. Noops. Yeah, yeah. it became Noops more often than it became Spoon, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously your, your, the name you were, you were given at birth is Richard. Which Steve always used to say whenever he called up my mum and dad to see well, if I was yeah. in. Yeah, but that's the thing. You can't ask your parents, is Dick there? Because your dad didn't like it. He didn't well, like it at all. No. So, yeah, so we, we knew you was Dick. And then there's the the Dicky Rock, Dicky Rock, Dicky Rock. Rock. Of course, yeah, my alter ego. And you've yeah. called yourself on the on this recording, Tricky Dicky. Yeah, it's what our dad calls you. It's what your dad used to call, call yeah. me, wasn't it? So he still get... goes on about your poetry. <laughs> oh my, my poetry! Any, any more names before we move? Is that is, that, is have we gone through them all? I think that's got to be it. All right, yeah. we'll go with Dick though, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. So basically, in terms of the, the Johnny Domino experience, what kind of role did you play in, uh, in our organisation? I guess I'd likely mainly just provided transport, I think. I was sort of <laughs> mainly just the man in the Land Rover who took it. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. I think, I think you're underselling yourself. I think you were playing yeah. a much, much larger role in it than just transport. But, but yes, that was important. You were the only person with a big enough vehicle. That was true. That was true. Um, I, I don't know. I was around a lot, and you had a you had a great ability to uh, drive when not entirely compass mantis. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you it, take uh, some risks, you take some risks, don't you? When you're younger, that you just yeah, you, know, you just you look stupid. back on it and you think, really, you don't, you don't do that anymore, then. Of course, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I've got a job. I've got a mortgage. I've got professional registration. Yeah. Um, I don't want to lose any of those things because yeah. then well, we, wife yeah. will leave me and take the dog. Yeah. Back in the day, you were very much vibes and logistics. Yeah. Vibes. I think you vibes. were definitely a, a vibes. You know, obviously drive to various gigs and some of them like the the one in Leeds that we talked about yeah. in the previous episode. That was a bit of a, a bit of a downer. But, you know, having you around. Did that, did that cheer you up? Of course it did. I don't remember that being a bad gig, particularly. I don't either. I think you 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 constantly saying that this 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 gig in particular was a terrible gig. 
I actually don't remember any gigs that were bad. You normally had some kind of audience of some sort. And I don't remember any of them where, you know, nobody booed or threw things at you. They were always reasonably well, I always thought, reasonably good gigs. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think that we, we may have got a little bit of, not disdain, but perhaps people just ignored us. Mm. But that, but mm. that was the worst, I think, really. Yeah. Yeah, that I we can handle. Yeah, we, we can, can handle, handle that. that. Yeah. I just have this abiding memory of Steve every time you finished a gig, sort of coming towards the table where I was sitting and going, was that all right? <laughs> exactly. Vibes and logistics. Yeah. And yeah. a bit of, you know, mass- look, we, we have egos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we can be all, oh, we don't really mind. You know, it's cool. We're just having fun. We want people to like us. Yeah. And that's just. Yeah, I mean, I really don't remember you being like, you know, egotistical, but there was a kind of, yeah, I want people to like the music. We put the effort in. Come on, show up and listen. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Right, we've got a song to play, uh, and this is one that you're on. This is Johnny Domino's alter ego, Jimmy Dorito, and this is a song called Reap the Wind. And my question to both of you really is, how do you reap the wind? Is that essential to understanding the song i don't know i think this is from the first batch of jimmy dorito songs so all we did we wrote a list of song titles and to be honest giles i'm going to throw that back at you because i think this is one that you wrote you wrote the title reap the wind yeah yeah and then that is what the song became and i'll throw another question back to you how does reaping the wind relate to catching the number 15 bus from ilkiston to old sawley well, I could go. I have a theory, but I'm not going to go into it at the moment. What I am going to throw out back at you, though, is, Ooh, that, tennis. is that yes, I did write the title, but then you and Dick grabbed a hold of that title so tightly, Ooh. and then you ran with it. You ran I with think we that did title. Really yeah, we right? really did. And you took that title all the way home. We did. And it's a beautiful thing. Shall I play this thing then? Go for it. I've not heard this for 30 years.
trees, under bridges, past car parks and shops and shopping centres, through parks, getting on buses, the number 15 Barton through Stapleford and San Diego. something isn't it powerful powerful in terms of my analysis of the lyrics i think reap reaping the wind now looking back at it i think it is about moving quickly it's it's harnessing the wind harnessing it? the wind. it's like going fast right yeah. unlike but the bottom bus. unlike the bottom bus going yeah. through san diego yeah and so and so when did we record that that is from um sometime in 1996 so it's, that's 27 years ago. Mm. And Jimmy Dorito started as we were bored on a bank holiday. So me and Giles wrote a list of eight songs and we wrote and recorded all of the songs in about four hours. But this one took a bit longer because we knew that we wanted you to say the title over and over again, Dick. And because of that, we didn't do the vocals until a bit later, but it was all done on one day. I love it. I love it. Didn't we also have a joke band, a similar sort of time, that was a bit similar? Ringworm. You talking, do, you, ringworm. do you remember Ringworm? Of course I do. We're not going to be playing any Ringworm. I, I know. Your I'm, career I'm quite, is safe. Don't am, worry. I'm grateful for that um, for, for many reasons, as I've just remembered one of the songs. Yes. Um, ringworm had a similar vibe to that, didn't it? Really? They had a similar vibe. Mm, they had yeah. a similar vibe. Mm. But with slightly more... Rudeness. Controversial lyrics. Controversial is a good word for it. Mm. We have mentioned Twats Garden before. Mm. Yeah. So Ringworm grew out of, yeah. grew in, in quotation marks. Can you not, can you not tell us one, one Ringworm song title? Just one. Um, well, there was, <laughs> just is one about going down to LA? Yeah, there is. Oh, gosh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Lemon Pie mm. Girl. Lemon Pie Girl. Yeah. Lemon Pie Girl yeah, was I, one. I, I, I don't, uh, yeah. All I remember is that cover version that we did that um, we probably best not mention. What, Dead Rings for Love? No, that was great. We did another cover version though, didn't we? I don't know. Didn't we do one about Edelweiss? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't. You see, that's, that's a great idea though. We didn't do that. I thought we did. No, that's the sort of thing you would have you would have made a joke about. I'm reading, I'm reading between the lines there. <laughs> maybe, maybe I dreamt that. 
Maybe that's just a... That's not a recording we did. There was a whole load of songs about a character called the Ringmaster. <laughs> there was, yeah. The Ringmaster song suite. And yeah, and then Dead Rings for Love. And then we did... Dead Rings for Love was good. We also did one about the Vikings, which left the audience and the band itself wanting less. Mm. That's often the case, really. Yeah. Can, I want, uh, can you just do it one more time for old times' sake? Come on, I, I think you can do it. Let's have it again. Go on, what, do, reap the wind. Yeah, go on, and then Steve can do his bit. Go on, <clears throat> reap the wind. Reap the wind. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. It's okay. lost something in the age. I think you think. Oh, yeah. I thought it was, I was, it's still pretty good. I was smoking back then, and my voice was much huskier. We all were. We'd all just sit in the back of the landy and smoke or sit in the pub and smoke and go home and not expect our mums to realise that we were smoking so much. Oh, we did stink. Oh, God, yeah. Stinky boys. Stinky boys. Cloud of fog. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, we've got another song coming up, and this is the one Mm. actually about you. This is Mm. about when you went to America for a year of your degree. Yeah. And it's it's a really beautiful song about how much we're going to miss our friend. But the way that it's put across, it's, it does sound like we're going to miss you because you drive us everywhere and we're not going to be able to go anywhere <laughs> for a year. Yeah, that's the gist of it, isn't it, really? It's like, it's yeah. like we're really missing our friend. But, but yeah. it's mainly because but, we haven't got any transport anymore. But Johnny Domino kind of started around that time, didn't it? So yeah. maybe I did you guys a favour. Well, yeah, by it's going, true. By going, going away and giving you the time to... Mm. Yeah. That's one, I, that's, I'm going to look at it like that. Tell us mm. where you went. I went to rural Kentucky. Why? Well, I, I asked myself that question. Um, so it's the second year of my degree. Mm. Um why Kentucky? I don't know. I later found out I could have gone to Chicago, which probably would have been much better. Yeah. But I was already in Kentucky by that point. <laughs> and did anything good happen there? It was all right. Yeah. It was, I think I went expecting it to be a bit like a David Lynch film. We've been, mm. we've been watching a lot of Blue Velvet and Twin Peaks at that time. Mm, yeah. And yeah. It, it was nothing like that. No. It was just a bunch of people listening to Billy Ray Cyrus and talking about God. Was it a bit, was it. was it a bit like Ilkiston? But with cowboy hats, it, yeah, yeah. Actually, bizarrely, it was a bit like Ilkeston, except it was a dry county, so nobody could drink. So in that respect, it wasn't like Ilkeston. Not at all like Ilkeston. In that not, respect. not at all like Ilkeston. Um, but it was it was a good year. I enjoyed it. Cool. You brought you brought back a girlfriend, I believe, from your time. <laughs> yeah, that English accent, eh? Yeah. Didn't last though. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're going to go for it. Dick has gone.
that car wow well we're gonna miss that car <laughs> i'm quite moved i'm having an emotional moment yeah did you miss us while you were away in yeah uh, i did yeah i did it was it was really weird mm. it's a long time to be was, away isn't it at that age as well i came back i came back at christmas yeah yeah mm. um which is a bit weird because you had a girlfriend in the first half of the year. I really played on the English accent. There was like, yeah. there was me and Charlie. Charlie was the other English guy, and that was 12,000 Americans. It was, yeah. And, but then when you went back after Christmas is when you brought another one home. I did. Did you have a more enhanced English accent? Did you? Did, oh, yeah. Could you do this version oh, yeah. of it now? Oh, no. Not really, because... Was it just like your regular I, I, I talking? I think I probably had my regular Augustine sort of accent. I bet there. you went posh. I bet I, you I probably went did posh. go a bit. I probably did go a bit posh. I use hello. Hello. How are you? I think um, you'd be more James Bond. <laughs> like Roger, Roger Moore. Roger, Roger Moore. <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think it was like that. I, 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 but I used to embellish things. I used to tell them that... Uh, the Queen had everybody round um, for garden parties and everybody got to go and that we'd all met the Queen um, and things like that. Yeah. They, 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 you know, they, they just, they, they lapped it up. They put the internet up. for them to fact check you. That's terrible. No, absolutely. You're, you manipulated yeah. people, basically. Well, I embellished. Yeah. Well, as the song says, you're not faultless, are you? Well, no, none of us are. <laughs> what do yeah. you think about that song, Steve? Any, any, uh, anything you want to say about that one? It's, it just makes me laugh because um, you know, we're obviously mining the uh, Uncle Tupelo vein quite a lot. Yeah, massively. That sort of that yeah. sort of thing. And but again, it's just the whole idea that we're we're going to miss our friend because we're how are we going to get anywhere? Just <laughs> how can we get to the how can we get to the bless? Yeah. Now, one of the things you did when you were in Kentucky is you got. Johnny Domino, their first radio play. How did that happen? I did indeed. When I got there, I didn't really know anybody. And, and those people who know me will know that I'm socially incompetent at the best of times. So um, I, I was sort of looking around for someone to talk to. <laughs> and there was, this, there was this guy who got like um, a Dinosaur Junior t-shirt on. Cool. And, and which kind of reminded me of when I first met you, Steve. Yeah, I think you probably got Sonic Youth t-shirt on or something. Probably. Probably. That was, the, that was the code, wasn't it? It was the code, you wear a T-shirt so yeah, people can yeah. come and talk to you. Yeah. 
Um, so I did, I did, we got talking, we became mates. Um, and he used to do this lo- late night indie sort of show on the local college radio for the university. Um, and it was part of the kind of wider college network system, mm. I think. But most of the time, what they played on that was just, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus and Pearl Jam and things like that. Mm. But you must have given me a tape. And I'm not quite sure when you gave me the tape. Um, I think it was when I came back at Christmas. Must have been, yeah. Um, and in fact, you've helped me with my memory and it was potential bong yeah. as a song. So we used to listen to stuff together and, um, I probably embellished a little bit your popularity, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, so, um, I, I think he thought that, that, you know, you were the kind of new thing that was happening in the UK at the time. So he, it, I think he got a couple of plays actually. Wow. Um, so, so that, that was your American college radio debut. Brilliant. Um, what time is it? What time? It, it was on a, it was on at midnight Beautiful. on a, yeah, on a Saturday night. Yeah. So, you know, potentially people were listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But unlikely. Great. I think it's a, I think it's a good, a good song to represent us uh, across the pond there. I yeah. think so. I think, I think it probably had some, uh, you know, some some attraction to to people there. Definitely, so, yeah. definitely. That's cool. Well, I thank you for that, Richard. Who's this Richard person? Oh, sorry, Dick. To? Thank <laughs> you for that. Logistics, vibes, and promotion. There you go, you see. Marketing. Yeah. Yeah, brill. Should we hit the next song? Should we hit the next song? Go for you it. You want to go straight in for it? I think we might as well. There are some lines in this song that I want you to listen out for, Dick, because they are direct quotes from you. Oh, dear. Oh dear. And this is a song called Four by Four. We're we're back in the car. This this it does seem like all we think about with you is the car, but this one is four by four.
Get off the road. I've got pigs to feed. <laughs> There's something about lady looking as well, I think. Lady looking, all the right moves, yes. I forgot about that little bit at the end. Yeah, that little weird bit of strumming. I quite like that. You, you kind of made the song sound like you were actually in the Land Rover. It's just it's got lumbering, that, isn't it? It's got that lumbering. We're never going to hit 60 miles an hour ever. <laughs> um, I'm going to be deaf whenever I get to my destination. Yeah, yeah. Um, it probably smells of oil and grease yeah. and something else. Wow. That's good. Yeah, that's it, deep. Yeah. I like that. No, it's yeah. impressionistic, isn't it? It's like we're, it's, we're getting, yeah. we're that, getting that's across. That's what I've the, got from. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, the, the, that Land Rover did have a big bigger effect on us, I think. Yeah, that, just moving moving around in that big lumbering thing. It did on all of us. Yeah, I like the guitars on that. The kind of the bassy guitar bit sort of sounds weirdly kind of a bit out of tune, but in in a good way. Right, you're doing that bit, and that that's not me making a point. You're that you're playing the bassy bit. Mm-hmm. It's your guitar bit in, in like a drop D tuning, and then I'm doing my bit on the same guitar, the same tuning, but with a cap mm-hmm. on the twelfth fret. Mm-hmm. So that's it basically. But you're kind of the sort of like heavy. Mm drumming is it does sound like the landing it really yeah. does yeah did you once dick i might have misremembered this i'm pretty sure there was one time when you were driving home from college you're going around the corner oh, i had a in, crash in Cotmanay and somebody crashed into yeah. you yeah. and the, the landy had a, a, a minor dent on it but you took their back axle off i completely destroyed the back end of their car <laughs> In fact, Jock Jock saw it because yeah. Jock was Jock was coming down on the the bus uh, from college yeah. and got it got out to come and see if I was okay. Oh man, man! The memories are coming back. The memories are flooding back. Do you remember going camping in Cornwall in it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember about halfway down the M5? All I had, all I've got is this abiding memory of Giles's voice from the back of the lander going, "Turn it off! I can't stand it anymore." What was we it? Listening to. I don't know what we were listening to. I was probably listening to David Bowie over and over. Probably. Over. I was probably forcing probably forcing talking heads on you or something. Yeah. Didn't we, I think actually that does sound about right because we stopped halfway and we bought a comedy tape, like, like Alan Partridge tape. <laughs> so that would make sense if, if yeah. Giles is in the back screaming, okay, we need to get something that we can all agree on. And we also borrowed salt and pepper from the uh, little chef. Did we? Remember that? Yeah. Because we, we bought food with us. But we forgot to bring condiments and sort of spices and things, right? Yeah. And and knives and knives and forks and knives so, and forks. And we, so was that as well, we put we put margarine on our bread by just wiping it on the. Now bread. you're merging two camping holidays right there. Okay, oh, that's the one in Wales. That's the one in Wales. Uh, that yeah, was before I went to university. We had nothing. We had, we had nothing. a tent, yeah, and that was torch. it. Yeah, and and we had to. Um, we avail ourselves of Graham's girlfriend's family <laughs> who were there. We just ate all of their biscuits. Yeah. Like ravenous vultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we were slightly more organised for the Cornwall one when we went around the lizard. Oh, around the lizard, yeah. But I've just got a, a memory of the back of the landy being full of tent gear and you're yeah. somewhere on top of it, Giles. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did. It was not. It was not the most comfortable. I mean, it, nice it was a journey as well. No, it was the most comfortable vehicle anyway, ever. Mm-hmm. No. But do, you know, we, do you know I've still got one? I have yeah. one. Yeah. Of course you have. Yeah. Of course I have. Yeah. yeah. So occasionally I need a bit of nostalgia. I go out in the Landy and listen to some music from 
the time. Oh, yeah. If you're ever in Ilkeston, can you come and pick us up? Yeah, of course, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Memories light the corner of my mind. Oh, such misty, misty coloured memories. Misty water coloured memories of the way we were. Oh, that was nice. Good memories there. Really good memories. Yeah. Really, yeah. Thank you very, very much to Dick for joining us on our conversation. Hopefully you have enjoyed that conversation too, but we had a great time chatting and it was like no time had passed at all. Yeah, it was awesome. One thing I would say though is that I don't have an objection to David Bowie. Right, I know it may have sounded like that. I, my expression of anguish in the back of the Land Rover to the repeated David Bowie. Yeah. I think it was just the fact that I'd listened to Dick singing "Starman Waiting in the Sky" like about fifteen times. Yeah, while sat on a load of camping equipment in the back yeah, yeah. of a very bumpy Land Rover. I think that would test anybody. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'd test anybody's love of of David. Mm. I think. And he did do a, a fairly repetitive impression of David Bowie as well. He did. Which he? I think was involved going ooziggy and quoting from Labyrinth, Hoggle, if you fail me, I'll cast yeah. you into the bog of eternal stench. Yeah, that was that was something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, used, that got to me. So we had to put Hal and Partridge on instead for a bit. But we had a good holiday. We did. So which song... Are we going to include in the uh, mixtape out of those three? Yeah, unfortunately, I stopped recording uh, at the end, and then we had a conversation with Dick about which song he would choose. So we did have a good chat about the three songs being Dick Has Gone, Reap the Wind, and 4x4. And his selection would be 4x4, even though it was kind of a tangent... It was... What's the word? Tangential? Tangential. Tangential. Is that right? Mm. No, Tangential. I'm going to say, even though it was tangential. tangential. This is Sunday morning. And my English degree is kind of fading into letting you down, isn't it? Letting you down. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was sideways yeah. to his uh, relationship to our music, mm. and it was a song that he'd never heard before, I think he really liked the fact that 4x4 four four mirrored the sound of being in a Land Rover. Yeah, and the feeling of it, really. Mm, yeah, it's kind of this lumbering beast, these sort of weird yeah. pounding drums. Yeah. And you know, and also the quotes from him at the time. Yeah. I think in some ways it's a romanticised version of how we saw ourselves as cool people riding around. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. Mm. I quite like Dick is God, but again, it's like the weird Giles trying to sing an American thing. We've all done of- it. I know, I know. but I can't, I can't get past it at the moment. Yeah. And then Reap the Wind. Oh man, I loved it. It's what's the name of that old Surfers album that begins with P, and I can't pronounce the name of it. I, I kind of did a bit because we talked about this recently. I think it's PO'd because I yeah. think what they're trying to say is they're pissed off. So it's oh, right. okay. I think that's something I've read. But yeah, it's a great album, and that, it's a good album. Yeah, and that track is very much that sound it really sounds like something off that album yeah 
Because it's got the drum machine as well, and they used the same drum machine as us, didn't they? Yeah, same drum sounds throughout that album, yeah. and everything's going straight into the mixing desk, and there's loads of weird fuzzy distortion on it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the bottles. So I like that because of that, because I'm a fan mm. of that album. But, I don't know, what do you think? What, which one do you think you're going to put in, Steve? I agree with everything you've said, apart from, you know, the American accent thing doesn't really bother me hugely. I mean, despite the things I've said in the past, because... I know you feel bad about it, but you know everybody does that when they're learning how to sing songs. Mm-hmm. Reap the wind, I very much enjoyed because I've got a really good memory of doing the vocal with Dick. But I think the one that I enjoyed listening to the most was Four by Four, mostly because of what Dick said about it sounding like the Land Rover. And yeah, it is a romanticised vision of the past and going around in that car with our mates. But you know, everyone does that about their past. Yeah, and yeah, that's kind of what we're doing now. And um, lots of happy memories of yeah. being in the Land Rover. Yeah. Yes, there was a, it was a tape deck, and we only had so many tapes that we could listen to. One of them was David Bowie. It was on heavy rotation. But, you know, the, yeah. the Land Rover was so loud, you could barely hear it anyway. You could hear it anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we'll go with that. And I think it's nice that we agreed with Dick on mm. that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Hey, Steve. Yeah? I think I've got another section. Oh, good. Right. Is it strange and unusual? Well, I don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. Uh, it's Again, it's, it takes, it's going to take the form of a question. Which I have not prepared. It's all right. It doesn't require much prior knowledge, this one. Okay. okay. But I was thinking about what my own personal hell would consist of Ooh. the other day. And I was thinking, like, what I would be listening to in my personal hell. Interesting. And what I came up with was I would be listening to Mr. Brightside by The Killers uh, while wearing a hoodie in a late bar full of 20-somethings. I think that would be my personal hell if I was there for eternity. <laughs> right? <laughs> where's, where's the hoodie come from? Uh, I, I don't know. I've got to be wearing something, but that would be my personal hell wearing a hoodie. And you don't like that song? There's something about that song that is is demonic i feel right i've got but a slightly that, different yeah. res- response to that song because yeah, go on. i went to a wedding party for some friends of ours and the whole room just knew every word to it yeah and they were just, they were just jumping up and down and feeling it yeah. and since then i can't i can't say i hate it oh, i really right. can't say i hate it but you know that's like a personal thing yeah, no, no. In the in the late bar of my personal hell, everybody knows the song. And right, okay. Everybody loves it. You know. To be fair, I wasn't wearing an hoodie at the wedding. Yeah, I think the hoodie is important. The hoodie is important. But then, and, and then I thought about what my personal heaven would be. Interesting. And at the moment, my personal heaven would be listening to the I Jonathan album. Oh, right, by the wonderful Jonathan Richmond. Yeah. While in my dressing gown, not an hoodie. And I would be eating scrambled eggs on toast. For eternity. On a pedalo. <laughs> Hang on. Where's, where did I was kind of with you up to a point, but the pedalo kind of threw me a little bit. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. I, so, I'm assuming that my input is no longer required in this section either. Uh, well, no, I just, that was, that was it really. That was my reflection on heaven and hell this week. Just, I thought we, we kind of went a bit like thought for the day with that. It's nice. 
that's it. That's the end. Thank you very much for listening. It's been very enjoyable. And uh, we'll see you again soon, hopefully. Yes. And as we have said in a previous episode, if you've got any cassettes of music that you recorded in your younger days that are gathering dust under your bed, you know, this is a safe space for, for us to share and critique them. Ideally, what we're looking for is something that was recorded on a tape deck shoved in the middle of a room by children. But it could be like, a, it could be just a, a demo, like a rough demo or something. Or The thing is, I, I shared Hot Sex Mama, which was, you know, exposing for me. And I would like other people to join me in that, you know, like sharing recordings of their prepubescent selves. Yeah. Or any or, appropriate uh, songs. I'm going to expand that. I'd say any any any, any four track recording from the past as well yeah. that you've done that you think you feel like you you kind of want to maybe uh, get off your chest, get it off your chest. You know, almost like an exorcism. And <laughs> plans are afoot. Plans are afoot. Right. This is this is going to become something because you're going to uh, speak it as well. It will have to happen. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make some kind of a. a I'm, it's not fully formed yet, so I'm just spitballing. But there's going to be some kind of an award, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give prizes. So mm. there you go. We've said it. Yeah. It's got to happen now. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. As we said at the top of the show, if you like it, please share it with a friend. If you really like it, please leave a review on any podcast platform that you are currently using that will accept reviews. Thank you very much.